what's the lady name, man? The, the white lady, uh, <laughs> it's also, you know, it's some documentary out, right? On Netflix. I, I watched one episode and then I heard the white boy say something about he had a husband. Uh, some little tiger show. I heard the white boy say something about he had two husbands or a husband or something. That was it for me. Yeah. But anyway, the white girl, there's a white girl on there uh-huh. named Carol Basson. Yeah. They say she, they say she killed. You know, she had like an exotic zoo too, right. just like the white boy did, according to this report. Cause I ain't, like I said, I ain't watched the rest of it because of that particular comment dude made. So I had to let that shit go. But anyway, they say she killed her husband. They say she put him in there with the, one of the tigers or something, oh, and and uh, a whole bunch of other shit. And they can't find him. You know, they never found this nigga. They say he quote-unquote disappear which we know that ain't people don't disappear so but anyway the reason why i bring this lady up because your boy commented oj simpson <laughs> hold on he commented on what he commented on on her saying he ain't got no doubt in his mind that she killed her husband <laughs> <laughs> So, go ahead, go ahead. so, so OJ got on there and, and, and like, I don't have, like, he made a video and everything. You feel? He made a little video clip and everything. Like, I don't got no doubt in my mind that she killed her husband, has him do with him dying, and basically, like, he didn't disappear. So you already know, you already know. Once he opened his mouth, right. it was on that nigga bumper man. Do you think? Do you think he trolling? It's possible. I mean, he ain't got shit. Up. You know, it's OJ man. He ain't got a whole lot to do right now. You know, he's been he been out of football for years. Yeah. You know, twenty some years. Like right now, he just he just got he just got back out. What two what two three years ago? Cause he just got paroled think, or something. I don't think it's been that long, man. I don't think it's been no three years. It's probably been shit a year and a half, right? So I'm like, I know I know he had hadn't too long got out. Uh, from the Las Vegas shit, so he hadn't been out for a long. He might be, shit, you might know, be, he uh, uh, he might be at a year. Yeah, he might be though. It might be because he, but I, I know him. He's like a, uh, he one of them fame. Like he, he gotta be. He he likes to be on camera because that's the kind of personality he has. So I think that's it. Probably around on. It's probably what you said. He just speaking up just to be speaking up, get his name on the news again because. Once he made that comment on like Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, CNN picked it up, MSNBC, Fox News, uh, all the local stations, like I seen in, in like just all over everywhere, like they made like a big deal, like just putting them, like he wouldn't even know, he didn't even say nothing too crazy, he just said how he felt, but they put it everywhere, it went national. Okay. And that, you know, that let you know right there, that's like, he, he knew that was going to happen. That's probably why he spoke up. That's what I think. I think he spoke up based off of him knowing that if he talked, they're going to jump on him. And, he, of course, they jumped on him. And, you know, oh, yeah, look look who's talking. You know, people in the comments, look at, look who's talking. We know who. Well, you, well at, least they, at least she didn't stab him and all this old shit. You know, you know, you know shit like that. Like, they was on this nigga bump. They wouldn't. No breathing room on Twitter, Facebook, nowhere. They was on him. You know, he only got a Twitter account, so. But the comments on Twitter, cold. Cold. I'm talking about cold. I mean, they own him, man. Like, 
letting it be known like oh you shouldn't be commenting on this because you you killed two people this and that that this you know how they do man it is what it is i just thought that was just an interesting little topic to throw in there because of <laughs> of who he is and stuff like that and what he got accused of which i don't think he guilty of by the way but anyway uh yeah i just thought it was interesting coming from him you know considering he had did he did beat double murder and stuff like that and the perception at, uh, in a particular society in this country uh, perceived him as guilty before he went in the damn courtroom but that's another story so, so but yeah I felt like it was just a, a interesting something to, to speak about I thought people I know people didn't seen it so I you know just brought it up yeah like I said I have to take your lead on that shit I seen everybody talking about the uh you know the little Netflix special uh, Carol Baskins. I seen you know different memes about tigers and shit like that, but I ain't, I ain't, you know, I just ain't jumped on it. So I really don't. I wouldn't. If you hadn't a great gave that right there, I wouldn't have you know known the connection. That make a lot of sense. But you know, motherfuckers, motherfuckers quarantine. Everybody quarantine or you know everybody you know lockdown, shut down right now. However you want to call the shit and right, you know. His, if if it was you or I that said that, motherfuckers ain't it ain't gonna be no big deal. But because of who he is, and you know, being probably yeah. the most famous um, athlete or shit black person, period, um, yeah. to be on trial for something like that, and you know the the mass media and you know the white supremacists, all these motherfuckers think they got him dead to right, and that man got off. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. You know, let me not say got off because that that's that implies some form of guilt. Um, yeah. He was pretty <laughs> the charges were dropped. He was not charged um, and was never arrested for that particular murder. So with that being said, yeah. that man was, um, you know, the, as the law say, innocent till proven guilty, and the man was not proven guilty. So, shit, you know, yeah. uh, his lawyers did what they what they needed to do. Goddamn. Yeah, it was reasonable doubt. And when you have any kind of reasonable doubt in a case, it's hard to say 100% of somebody guilty mm-hmm. if you got reasonable doubt considering the, the, the detectives and they took blood home with them overnight and all this old weird stuff. So it's like they had EDTH in the blood, which is the same stuff they use like in labs when they're doing samples. and Like it, it was a whole lot of stuff he was a lot of holes in that story. A lot of people just say, oh, well, he just got off. He just get off. If you really, really, really dig into that particular story, you do the facts of it. Not not that shit you seen on TV. I'm talking about the stuff that's written down in transcripts. I, I read a whole lot of that stuff. It's like, there was a lot of holes in the LAPD story. Uh, you know, a whole lot of stuff they didn't bring up. Uh, a whole lot of stuff they, you know, they just left a lot of stuff out just trying to zero in on him and, you, you gotta remember too, for a man that cut uh, su- supposedly stabbed two people, he only supposedly had a cut on his finger, right? Now, they say the they say the white boy that was with his ex-wife uh, knew some type of jujitsu or something. It's no way in hell he would have got. It. I just don't see that. At yeah. at his age that he was at at that time, he would have whooped. He would have whooped OJ. He would have whooped him. He knew jujitsu and all that shit. He he was a young dude too. OJ was like. 39 or 40 something years old dude was 20 20 something 
I don't want to get the age wrong, but I know he was in his early twenties, so he was up and running. Man. He wasn't no, he wasn't no. That was a he was a young cat. So that's no. I just don't. And then supposedly he supposedly killed both of them. I just I, I think it was. I just don't think he was. I just don't see that. And then he got it back across to the crib. So but I just don't see that. I, I think he was some 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 foul play in that game, which. His lawyers attacked that part, that point of view of the uh, of the case, and that's how that's how they proved him to be innocent. It just it wasn't it wasn't plausible that this dude did this. It didn't make sense. And you know, like I said, a lot of the detectives they did a lot of crazy, uh, abnormal had abnormal behaviors like taking blood to the house and didn't take it straight to evidence. Since when they do that? Oh, when they trying to get you for something. That's when they do that. Shit, why would you take go, go in bro go in this, this you know what i'm saying yeah yeah go in yeah because it's like they took this man blood home for a total they, they say that the uh the so-called medical examiner had his blood for like 28 hours at home and then the medical examiner had some and then a detective had some he said he just kept it according to him he kept it in his trunk you kept his blood in the trunk a murder suspect? When they start doing that, a murder suspect blood in the trunk, and he went home. And his house was uh his dude house was almost an hour and thirty something minutes away from where he worked at. He worked up there with a uh in the in the suburbs, Simi Valley. That's where he lived at, which is from uh Los Angeles, uh the inner city. That's about an hour and thirty something minutes. I looked it up. So it, it's a good wait. You don't you don't. Come on, why would you, why would you go back to the station, get your shit, keep dude blood in your trunk, and then go home, and then come back the next day, and then turn it in? What were you doing? You know, what were you doing that night? Like, what was y'all planning? Who takes somebody else? But like, it don't make sense. It just didn't make sense, and that's why Johnny them attacked that, you know, that that angle, and that's why the outcome was that outcome. You know, it wasn't no injustice going on in that case. That was justice right there, man. That was straight justice because he, they they tried to put the, look man dude dude even proved that she she had sent him letters talking about she want to get back with him and everything I'm talking about a couple of days before the so called murder happened she was sending that man letters leaving messages on his phone all that shit talking about getting the family basically all that they don't bring up none of that in court man so it's like come on man which which one is it? and then uh what's the little prosecutor do chris chris Darden, the black dude the one that was crying like a man like a sucker and he don't, and he don't even know what really happened him uh in the trial case as people might have seen on tv or on the on the uh docuseries on fx when he put that that glove thing on that was it that was it you know what i'm saying that was it now a lot of the Go ahead, go ahead. Now, I say a lot of the jurors was like, when they seen that, that kind of sealed the deal for a few of them, especially with reasonable doubt. When he put the glove on and it didn't fit, they was like, damn. Okay, if it didn't fit his hand, then who hand did it fit? That's how they trying to look at it. So it's like, they weren't sure. And then once, they, once he pulled that stupid stuff, it was a wrap. So, you know, that... You know, like I said, my position is he ain't do it. I can't say who did it, but I can say that I I strongly believe he didn't do it. That's my opinion on that. 
I just don't think so. I don't think he's. I don't even. To me, I don't even see him having that type of brain power. I think he's smart at what he do, like football, shit like that. But as far as putting together a murder like that, strategic, I just don't see him doing that. I just don't. What are they saying? What are they saying is the motive for OJ? They tried to say it was. Uh, he was. He was jealous. Uh, like an envious type. They uh she she wanted a she wanted a divorce and then she was messing with like other guys and he got mad and but what they failed to mention too the prosecution when they brought that up about him being jealous is that he was messing with he was messing with several other guy, uh girls so it's like it, put put it like this if he was if he was that vindictive the house that she was living in he could have put her out of it because that was, he actually bought that. Let's be real. He could have put out. He could. He could have easily threw. He threw the last woman he was married to out out of the old condo. Why wouldn't he have done her? See what I'm saying? So if he was that vindictive, he really wanted to get her. Come on, man. It it, it just don't make sense. If he really, really just was out there, man. Put like this, he could have easily tricked her over to the house, and, and he could have just got that. I mean, anything could have. It's just. The, the way they tried to make it seem like he was just jealous, 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 angry, and when he killed her, that was supposed to be his motive, and it didn't make sense, and that's why he on the golf course right now because the shit didn't make no sense. And so, yeah. shit, why? Like you said, it sound like a lot of uh, a lot of convenient things take place in order for it to line up. Like, this gotta line up, and this gotta happen, plus this gotta happen. But, you know, none of those really happen. You know what I'm saying? So, it just seems, like you said, it just sounds a little weird, like a lot of shit is off. Maybe other, you know, definitely some foul play or other people is involved. But, like you said, you know, even with you saying that, you know, you feel as though he didn't do it, but you, you can't say who did it, you know, who did do it. It's not it's not on you, you know what I'm saying, or the defense to prove who did do it. It's just, you know, a matter, like you said, a reasonable doubt. Innocent yeah. proof guilty. Yeah, and uh the so called head detective, uh, before we finish this little talk, but the so called head detective, the Mark Furman dude, right? Yeah. He was supposed to be the first one to the scene. Uh you know, miraculously. He's the first nigga to pop up, first white boy to pop up on the scene. Now mind you this white boy got a history. I ain't talking about no, no good history. He got a hell of a history. Well, he <laughs> was talking about how he, when he see so-called interracial couples, he pull them over on purpose. And if they ain't got nothing on them, he put something on them. And if he ain't got nothing to put on them, he'll rip their license up and then take them down for driving with no license. He'll take the man down. Like if it's a black man with a white woman, and he'll pull them over. He'll rip dude license up, take them down for driving with no license, stuff like that. Or he would put drugs on them. Or he said he it, it was a screen. It was a, a thing where he did like a transcripted thing. Well, uh, some lady asked him some personal questions about how 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 it feel to be an LAPD officer when he was one. And he used a lot of words like, "Oh, we used to beat." We, he, he explained in, on the tapes how, how they beat the hell out of a group of niggas. That's what he said. We beat a group of niggas so bad that our uniforms was red. 
when we got through beating their ass. And we just simply went to the backyard of their mama house and used a hose pipe to wash the blood off. He used that term in there. He said, all niggas need to be rounded up and killed. He said, that in that recording, this is on tape, nigga. This ain't no speculation here. This nigga said it on tape. Hmm. So mind you, y'all, they, the LAPD had enough confidence in a motherfucker like that and put this man on the stand to try to testify against OJ. I mean, they think the jury gonna believe him when he had when he has admitted that he plant stuff on people. That's why he pled the fifth when he got back on the stand the second time. Because once this shit came out, he was like, damn, I know I done fucked up. So he pled the fifth. When they asked him, did you plant any evidence in this case? He said, I plead the fifth. Come on, man. Nigga, if you righteous as you say you is, what you pleading the fifth for, nigga? And you a detective, nigga. Did you do honest work or did you plant something? That's why he pled the fifth, because he already know. He did some he did some foul shit in that game, man. Just like he been doing his whole career. He been planting shit. He been whooping niggas ass. He been pulling people over for nothing. He been just doing crazy shit. And they, when they went to his house, he he was a collector of Nazi memorabilia. That's what they said. They said he was a collector of it. Nah, nigga, he was one of them. Ain't no nigga don't know. Nigga don't buy no shit like that just to have. Nigga, you you practicing something? You got something going on. So at the end of the day, when you look at the so-called head detective, lead detective in the case, saying stuff like that openly that he plant stuff on people to get them to go to jail, how he done got many people locked up uh, because he didn't like them or because they had a nice cop. He said if you seen a black man in a band, he would get them locked up and tow the car on purpose. Stuff like that, man. Uh, so it's like, to put somebody like that or any kind of trust in somebody like that, that's, that first questions the uh, integrity of the police, that, that questions the integrity of, the, of that judicial system out there. It's like, how do you put somebody like that on the stand as a key witness that said all of this shit on tape? Come on, man. So, you know, I, you know, they can't convince me, even if I was a, if I was a, around when they, oh, I was around, but I was a kid, but if I was a, an adult then, they wouldn't have been able to convince me. Nothing they came out of dude mouth was true based off of what he said on tape. No, I don't want to hear nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because it'd be hard for me to even consider him to be somebody that can tell the truth. So did they did they prompt did they like launch an investigation in the Yeah, they did. They got uh I think it, it wasn't right away. Uh put like this, he the only nigga that got in trouble in the OJ trial. <laughs> so because he got he got he got uh, charged with perjury because he said under oath that he never used the word nigga uh, referring to a black person. And then they got him on tape using the word nigga referring to black people. Mm. So he got in trouble for perjury because he lied under oath. So you remember how much time for him? Man, they ain't give him no time. <laughs> they gave him ain't no time. They act like they were. They ain't give him no time. I think they, they gave him a fine and something else. I think he had to, I think he had to resign or something like that, like a little while after. He ain't really resigned straight up, man. It was like a, a process. It wasn't like a, 
when we find you guilty and you fired today, it was like a, a process. Like they said, he was doing desk work for a little while, and then he just went on ahead and left. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical. Yeah, nothing new. Nothing new. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you look at it based off of that right there, just based off of that little particular, this ain't even all of the evidence. This is a, a scratch. This is scratching the surface right here. If you just look at the scratching of the surface right here, you can see that that man didn't do that. OJ, he ain't do that. It's no way in hell. I don't see it. I don't see it, man. So, I know people be mad about that. You know, a lot of people get mad about this particular topic. Well, but it is what it is. If they, uh, and I don't want to just leave it just a second. Uh, I mean, I won't leave it just yet. But did they, uh, did they know at all, like, any other, um, I guess you can look at it like, Like anybody that was underneath him reporting that type of shit on them before it came out. Nah, see, uh, well, you know, at first they played him as the lone wolf thing, right? And like nobody else heard that he was like that and this and that and that. And this. Only reason how he got exposed was because he went and did that. He did all that talking to that lady that was writing that screenplay. That lady was writing that screenplay, which I which I mentioned earlier. She wanted to write a screenplay about how how does it feel to be a uh, LAPD officer at this particular time in history. I think it was like the late eighties or something like that. So, uh, so she wanted to know, and he just he just let it all out. But you know, she was recording it and she was writing down his words while he while he was talking. So she had transcripted it and recorded. It. So not only is it recorded, it's written down. So it's it's proven that it's him, nobody else, like all that, like. But uh, like one, I think they said one person said something after the fact, like after the case was over, that they had heard he be saying stuff like that uh, because they uh, said that he got accused of, he got reprimanded because some dude, some white boy married some Jewish lady and they said the white boy put a swastika on his locker or something the next day. But that's the only thing I heard about. It could be more stuff, but from what I done heard so far, that's the only thing I done got. As far as at work, but he 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 only got he got quote unquote uh, a verbal warning for that. He didn't get he didn't get written up. They didn't investigate him. They didn't give him leave or none of that. They just kind of told him not to do it no more, basically. And that was it. You know, I don't know no other instances. It might be other ones, but I don't know about. Them. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Another prime example, and it's not to get out of touch, but the motherfuckers get to talking that good cops and does, you know, bad out a couple, a few bad apples and all that bullshit. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Cause it's way- yeah, especially if they standing there. If they standing there, uh, when the shit, when the shit pop off, it's hard to believe that. Like, you know what, man? I, I want to go, you know, be a police officer. Right. I get that. Right. Why buy that? But the system is fucked up. The system is corrupt. Therefore, you are a part of that system. You joining that system. The system is fucked up, man. And it's understood. As a matter of fact
I want to say this was like 2008, 2006, somewhere around there. Uh, the FBI had released a report showing that the KKK had, uh, it's official. They had, they had uh, officiated the fact that the KKK had, the KKK had infiltrated a lot of police force, a lot of the police forces around the country, which I've been knowing that, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, the FBI had finally acknowledged that shit. So I'm saying that. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. You know, when we, like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I, it's not even up for discussion no more. Like, when motherfuckers get to talking to the cops and back, like, I ain't trying to hear that. It's all the same. Right, yeah. Exactly. Considering, I mean, I mean, it, it, don't even, it don't even, you know, for us, when we heard it, it wasn't nothing that we ain't never heard. Right. It was like, oh, yeah, we already knew that. You know, but for the world, you know, they needed to hear that. But we already knew. We could just, well, we just knew by way uh certain actions that was being displayed. So it's like, we ain't have to, we ain't need no investigation. That's what I'm saying. We ain't need no damn investigation to know that. We already knew. So, so it's like you know with us, with us it's it's it's, it's clear with us, man, because they show you know anybody who got a disdain for us, they usually show us, especially when it's like a crucial time. They'll show you up front. They usually go ahead and let us know who they is. You got a few people that hide, throw rocks and hide their hand, you know. But mo- the most of them, which I prefer the ones that go ahead and show me who they is. I, I like that. I prefer a nigga tell me, I don't like you. I-, I prefer that. I think it's better. At least you telling me. At least you ain't standing beside me and don't like me and ain't never told me. You know? And that- that's all I'm saying. Like, people don't... This shit crazy, man. But we already knew. Like I said, we already knew they was there, man. It's been there. Shit ain't new to us. No, nah, not at all. No. We just, it just got confirmed. That's it. It got confirmed. You know, because, you know, a lot of niggas really don't believe stuff until they confirm it anyway. So, I guess that's what they, you know, it had to be done. So, these niggas can, uh, believe. So. You know how that go. Niggas don't believe shit. They had to wait and see. But yeah, people people be on that. But it was another. Uh, it was something else that happened. Really, I can't even remember. Huh? That I should have wrote down. Maybe you go to what I had wrote. Shit, it's all good. But you know, um, once again, like I said, that was a that was a we kind of touched on that that OJ thing because it's kind of a big deal right now. Uh, people talking about that particular Netflix movie and. OJ gave his assessment of that. So, you know, this is just, you know, us, as far as, I won't say we are media uh, outlets, but what I will say is uh, we give our own take, and that's a, you know, 100% uh, honest perspective, and um, the black, from a, you know, from a black man, from black men, you know what I mean? And just upright black men, that is. So, you know, it's just uncut. It's not stepped on. You don't tell it like it is. Right. That's what needs to be done. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, that I remember, I remember something real quick. Uh, okay. touch on that uh on the Toronto, you, you, on the Toronto Burke lady, and what she uh, 
the shit she been uh, stirring up lately. Yeah, man. So, so if y'all, that's a good, that's a good transition right there. So, for those that don't know, I won't say that old girl is trending, but I'll start here. Tarana Burke, if I'm pronouncing her name right, Tarana Burke um, is the black woman that founded, yeah, that originally founded the uh, Me Too movement. Uh, the Me Too movement is the is the is this um, is this Johnny Come Lately uh, push for, uh, that has an agenda to allegedly be the voice of victims of rape, sexual assault, any type of assault for women. Now, anybody with you know any you know a decent have decent pair of eyes can see that there's some type of agenda to kind of curtail and and turn this shit to be just strictly towards black men. Right? So, okay. you ain't got to be a rocket science, scientist to understand and, and or understand that this woman has it out against black men because she conveniently will overlook so many, the original predator, the original child molester, the original motherfuckers who are uh, responsible for, you know, molestation on a, on a mass scale. So it's so many cases out there of, you know, famous white men, whether they famous or not, they don't have to be motherfucking famous. The point is, if this movement is to uplift women and call out, you know, the hypocrisy within the media of not covering, um, uh, you know, sexual assaults like they should, then I w- you would think, one would think that if one particular race does this uh, or commits this heinous act, you know, and, you know, a hundred times a month and then you got another particular race that's you know committing this at 30 times per month we should see a whole lot of that particular race that's doing that a hundred times now these are not exact numbers we're not talking exact numbers but i'm just trying to give you an idea of what the fuck is going on so we know that uh the tom who as i like to refer to him as or my dad i always call him hoogies or you know some people refer to him as europeans and you know the list goes on but my thing is Tarana Burke makes it her mission to find specific cases where a black man is accused of some form of sexual misconduct. And she conveniently does not touch on uh, motherfucking, the, you know, the millions of fucking cases out there where a white man or uh, the time who or the Hoogies are, are uh, uh, damn, accused of sexual uh, molestation, rape, anything along those lines. So we just find yeah. it mighty fucking convenient that none of these are ever touched on, which goes in line with that um, Gail and Oprah shit too. So they ain't off the hook. And I'm glad you brought that up because we as a community, we as black people, owe it to our community to draw a line in the sand. These motherfuckers, no these people, have to be held accountable. And one way to do that is, okay, look, once you go that far, once you step all the way over there, or once you, you know, 
do so much damage to our community, then ain't no coming back. I don't give a fuck if it's a year from now, if it's 20 years from now, if it's 50 years from now. Teach our motherfucking kids, teach our offspring to have that same mentality. Ain't no forgiving these people. That's the problem. Motherfuckers can do and say whatever to us because it ain't, it's very, it's little to no repercussion. But again, I get long-winded. I'll go right into this shit. Uh, Tarana Burke, who's the founder of this Me Too movement, uh, was recently awarded, given an award for her, uh, you know, standing up for this bogus-ass bullshit that she's doing, so-called standing up in the first damn place. It was the Harvard Kennedy School Center for Public Leadership. I'm like, public leadership? Nigga, well, how? Uh, now, now, hold on. Remind them, too, of the school. The Harvard Kennedy. Harvard was the Harvard School Center for Public Leadership. This is the award um, this, this bra was given. Remind you who gave her these awards. Some white liberal. Come on, man. Gave her an award. Gave her this award for attacking who? The black man. Us. Now, if we look at, but I'm gonna get off the topic for a half, not all the way off the topic, but a little bit left for a second. Now, remind yourself, anybody who listen to this, you go sit down and go get behind the glorified shower curtain and pull the level for whoever you plan on putting the level for at election time. We already know about the other side. But the liberal side, remember now, they funding this type of shit. Not only did they probably give her an award, I'm pretty sure they sending her money through a back way. Because you gotta remember, she was all clicked up with uh, Gloria Allred for a long time. Yeah. You know, and we already know Gloria Allred history. Indeed. You know, so. If and Gloria Allred, she's tied into eugenics and all that shit. So keep on going, man. You can't trust these kind of people, man. You gotta, you gotta see where they get their paper from, man. You know. It's a paper that's what it really is. It's always a paper trail. Follow that shit, man. It, you know, it don't yeah. take much, man. If we become thinkers, man, we gotta teach uh, our community to become thinkers, researchers, find, you know, get to the truth. You know, and that's how we, that's how we, um, you know, sift through the bullshit and then, you know, with that being said, if we if we if we do that on a you know on a collect like if we do that collectively, that's how we create our own damn image. That's how we create our own uh, you know storyline. That's how we you know what I'm saying lead ourselves to the damn promised land. So you spot on with that, bro. You like you said, if you don't know who Tarana Burke is, first of all, she's you know horribly looking. She looks like somebody, uh, like she's a fucking cartoon, like somebody drew her ass. Um, Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> she should be called a fucking Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Burke need her ass whooped. And, and, you know, once again, I would love to nominate her as a motherfucker. If we, if we can, like, you know, collectively agree to create a list of motherfuckers who can't come back, point blank period, I don't give a fuck what's going on, I would love to nominate her ass. Um, oh, yeah. She went in so far as to say, why is it my job to go after white men? This is after, this is a tweet. This is a tweet from her. She tweeted this. What? Why is it my job? After motherfuckers was on her bumper, on her motherfucking heels about, you know, uh, receiving this award for that, uh, uh, 
uh, um, you know, demonizing black men and all that kind of shit. You supposed to pump. You somehow got the audacity to try to pump your chest out like you've done some type of, uh, you know, public service for, or you know, for the betterment of our community. Man, get yeah, and that, and that that's off the goddamn stage. Get sit your ass right. And and that question and that question would go to show you that she really don't give a damn about no no woman if she see if, if you're gonna create a movement that's supposed to be protecting women you say you are feminist and you say you can protect women rape against any woman i don't approve of i don't give a damn if she's green i just don't i just don't get down with the rape thing see what i'm saying i ain't a fan of that type of shit. but she say that was gonna be her task that's what she created this situation for how are you conveniently leaving out all these other victims of these of, of them crimes then? Since you say you're going for the victims, that's who you're fighting for. You're fighting for these victims, you want to get justice for them. Why are you leaving out some of them that you clearly know about? Because you made the comment, why do I need to say something about them? I thought you was doing this for all the women. What happened? Uh, you know? The Law Rileys, the Harvey Weinsteins now. Of course, we yeah. know the situation now. Uh, big Ben Roethlisberger, Kevin Spacey, you know, yeah. it's a long fucking list, man. Shit, oh, yeah. okay. if you want to, goddamn. That's, like, that's what I, that's what, that was my problem with, with uh, Gail King and Oprah. Like, what the fuck, man? Come the fuck on, man. But go ahead, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't delve into that too much, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a long fucking list. Before you can jump on a uh, Bill Cosby, you know that shit like get the fuck out of here. Joe, I'll be back for you, uh, right. uh, Toronto boy. Yeah, we don't want you back. When when, when your when bill runs dry, stay your black ass over yonder. No, you one of them uh, that that um that Harry Tubman yeah, was bad. Keep your black ass over. Yeah, he was barely in, man, you know, anyway. And she did that right there. She good. She good is gone for the rest. You know, ain't no like you say ain't no coming back. It's a it's a it's a couple of them cats that went around here pushing these agendas and you know, uh everything the black man disagree with with a, with a, with a black woman, they they try to make it a uh, black man versus black woman thing. Uh if you know, all this stuff and you know, they uh Black women had got a little wake up call not too long ago when they when they uh somebody who run with Toronto Burke and some some of them other cats was like if women don't date uh so called transgender men that they is homophobic or transphobic. See black women had started getting a little taste of that now. Now they seeing what we talking about. Same thing we've been seeing this whole time. Now they seeing that these people are coming after you. You ain't even got to be the type of person that speak about this kind of stuff. You ain't even got to be the person who even talk about this. They just want, they telling you, you must do this or something wrong with you. And, and I mean, you, you can see it all over the news. You got these same people, these Toronto Burke type people that's collaborating with these people that's putting these little boys in these girls' sports and these little boys dominating in these sports. Now the girls, they speaking up, they ain't doing You got little boys winning prom queen, shit like that. All this is correlated with each other. All that shit is correlated with these people, man. They all doing it. They just they just working in different sections, but they all together. It's all one group. They doing just different little areas. They 
what they doing is touching every area at the same time. So while we over here worried about her, you know what I'm saying, getting Bill and threw Bill under the jail, uh, only person who really got away was uh, Russell. He, he got on down. Uh, Russell Simmons, he got on down. Oh, he got, he, 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 he was in fucking Thailand somewhere. Like, he... Yeah, yeah, they, you know, they was about to, they was about to try to get him. That he did this and that, and you know, uh, Gail King them, and you know, they, they about to do a docu- documentary on him, and you know, Toronto Burke has something to do with that, that documentary that was gonna be about Russell. He, she has something to do with the one that, uh, the R. Kelly one. I ain't tripping. Look, a lot of people get mad when you bring up the R. Kelly shit and them and the Me Too. Like, oh, y'all taking up for R. Kelly? It ain't nobody taking up for him. It just Motherfucker want to know some. Put like this, that's motherfucker the, the, got some questions that need to be answered. That's anything. If before, it ain't defending a like, person, it's, it's dissecting the motherfucking truth. Like, let's let's deal with the facts. Let the chips fall they may. Deal with the facts. That's it. Right. Yeah, because you can't... It's, it's hard for me to... Like, like what open them. It's hard for me to take them serious about any kind of sexual abuse or sexual assault when you can simply Google a picture with them standing with Harvey. That's, that's, that's shit what I'm saying. It's like, and then you got people saying even Oprah participated in some of that shit where she hooked that man up with young girls and shit. Jeffrey F. All them cats. It's pictures with y'all. That, that's questioning that make me question y'all judgment especially if y'all running around here talking about y'all justice seekers for the for sexual assault victims when y'all hanging around some of the the biggest sexual assault uh, uh, predators in the goddamn world because they got unlimited access to money they got access to, like they they control Hollywood they got all this money they got millions two or three houses you see what I'm saying? It's like they got the opportunity, they got the place, and they always got the time to do these crimes. And it's like, y'all standing with them, and then y'all want to run around here and talk about old Bill when he gets goddamn it about ready to die. Y'all want to throw him under the bus. Oh, y'all went and dug up Michael Jackson. You feel me? They went, went and dug that man up. Nigga been dead for a minute, and they done went and dug that man up and put some love cats on TV, then they turned around and changed their story again. Talking about, well, we thought it was semantics and all this and this and that, and we didn't know if it was this shit. Like, come on, man. Like, when they was when he was alive, them same cats was on TV that Michael ain't never touched him. But open them, decided to go out their way. Like they always do. And surround a Burke in the background with this Me Too shit. And decide to put that shit on TV. And, and that's, why this man dead? That's a good point. Like, like when people this man dead mad because on the outside looking in, motherfuckers want to, you know, have that the mentality of, you know, let's all hold hands and sing kumbaya, and every black organization needs to be working together. Every motherfucker that say they for black people ain't for black people. Period. Therefore, don't need to be working with it. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody ain't fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the same motherfuckers that say that they are um, trying to, they trying to fight for, you know, give a voice 
to the victims of sexual assault. Yet you stand, you you stand with and allegedly participate in you know sexual assault with the very motherfuckers who help normalize this sexual predatory behavior. Like, I can't. I can't take you like you said. I can't take you serious yeah. because you taking pictures with with Harvey Weinstein. I can't take you serious because you conveniently overlook like this that Kevin Spacey shit. Keep in mind. Let me let me be all the way clear. Um, Kevin Spacey was one of my favorite actors before this shit came out. I ain't no old boy. That man came out as gay. He tried to use that as a motherfucking excuse because you know. Okay, now I got the. The, you know, the LGBTQ, whatever they letters are nowadays, I got them behind me. Then he tried to come out as, you know, and say that he had other shit he going on and he, uh, uh, suicidal thoughts and all that kind of shit. Then all of these motherfuckers just popping up dead. Everybody that would have a, a um, the opportunity to testify against him, I know it's been at least two people that pop up dead. I'm like, this shit, wow, man. <laughs> this shit like something out of a movie. But it don't surprise us. It don't surprise us. Cause motherfuckers like these are the very motherfuckers that they cooking the books. They they make the damn laws. And then we gotta suffer for the laws that they made. Now, meanwhile, they commit the very same crimes and it's all in your face, that shit is blatant, and they find ways to squirm around that shit. Get the fuck out of here, man. But you telling me, motherfucker on the outside looking yeah. in and tell me. Uh, we need to, yeah. we need to, uh, Oprah is our sister, and, uh, Gail is our sister, and Toronto Bur- man, you don't get the hell out of my face with that shit, once you choose that other side over, stay your ass over, stay your ass over, not one of us, point blank period. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and, and to, and to speak on the thing about motherfuckers trying to get people to get together, forcefully, that's not true brotherhood right there. When you when you gotta get when you gotta get people to sit down with each other, that's not true brotherhood. Indeed. True brotherhood, people gonna come together on their own. See what I'm saying? You gonna you gonna meet these you gonna you gonna just so happy you gonna be around them. Everything on the energy gonna be right. You'll know. You'll you'll just know. And like a long time ago, when we first in the neighborhood, when a nigga first come around there, I hadn't even met you yet, hadn't met Joe yet, none of that stuff, but. It was easy to know after being around so many times. We didn't have to ask each other, hey man, you wanna work with me? You wanna be my friend? It was just it was just a, a natural brotherhood that occurred. It wasn't a thing where we had to set it up. We didn't have to have a meeting. We didn't have to see well what what well you used to uh, live at before you lived over there. We ain't had to do none of that. We ain't do no motherfucking You see what I'm saying? It's like it's, if it's gonna be real, it's gonna be real, it's gonna happen. It's not a thing where you set it up. Everybody want to set this shit. Oh, let's have, let's get them all in one meeting and see if we can. There's nothing to talk about. Either we're going to do it or we have. And if we is doing it, we'll probably meet each other in the field. And then we'll know we're supposed to be working together. If we meet, if we just so happen to run into each other in the field doing the work, not holding the camera. You know what I'm saying? Not handing out hot dogs. We're talking about doing the work with the people, serving the people. We'll run into each other doing that. Until then, it's a, it's nothing to talk about on that shit. That's why I don't even I don't even entertain that language no more. When motherfuckers get to talking that we need to work together shit, I don't entertain that type of shit no more. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. 
And people say that because it's like a it's a cliche, basically. People say it just to hear themselves say it to say, well, I try to throw it out there, but you know, niggas don't want to get together. People say it for that reason. That's why people say that. That only reason, there's no real reason why they say it, because they know that's not it ain't possible, man. And it ain't supposed to be. Back in the day, the black groups, all the black groups never was in one place oh, working together. Never happened. <laughs> Keep going. So it was just one of them things. Yeah, it was just one of them things. People get into this utopian type mind frame. And, oh man, we all need to be. No, it just it, it never happened. Utopia, it just never happened. Yeah, it ain't happened. Like even like uh, when they had Snick, right? Well, Martin Luther King. Now they had Snick, and then uh, Kwame Ture came in. Stokely Carmichael came in. Did you know that a lot of their original leaders split off and and and, and nah, left the group because he came? No. Yeah, a lot of them did. John Lewis was one of the first ones. Andrew Young, all them dudes, they split. They talking about he too radical when he came. You know, eventually he eventually he basically took that thing over. You see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Stokely. Basically took that over. Martin Luther King then went and did that uh that other little group they had. So it's like they, they kind of started focusing more on that. But you know, a lot of them cats left, man. And like it wasn't no. It was more of a it was it was ideological, of course, because Stokely didn't believe in standing there and getting hit. That was his difference between them. He said he he loved them, he respected them, but he said he can't participate. And getting his ass whooped, and just standing there, he said he couldn't do it. And you know, they, they, John Lewis, he was a diehard. You know, you know, I know dude sick or whatever, but he was diehard about getting his ass whooped, man. You know, I just think I, I don't know what happened to him, man. Like he was real dedicated to that shit. And that, you know, like he said, when he Kwame Ture would come in, he said he got go. He, he, I had to go. He's one of the first ones. Cause he's, you know, Kwame, you know, he want Kwame did some fighting out there. He, he was swinging on niggas and shit. He, like he wasn't playing. Even when he came to Nashville, a ride popped off. That shit so, dope, man. That shit dope. You know, he wasn't one of. Yeah. Yeah, cause he, you know, he a bad. You know, Kwame believed what he said. He was a, he was a student. He was a student of Malcolm. He said that, not me. He said that. He was a student of Malcolm. So, you know, that's what makes me like him the most. Like, I like him out of all of the people who participated after Malcolm and while Malcolm was living. Carmen Toure was one of my, like, people that I like to read about or, or learn about because he, he just interesting, you know, because he wasn't scared to be him, you know. And, and a lot of people, ask, I, I, I made the point on a, uh, on a Facebook post that, if, if like Malcolm and Martin Martin was here today, what would black society classify them as? Well, we know what they'll classify Malcolm as. They'll say he uh homophobic. Uh uh they they just you know, they'll say he homophobic, uh he racist, they'll say he uh they'll say a lot of shit. You know, mind you, I ain't even talking about the white people either. I'm talking about black people, because that's the same thing they was they weren't saying homophobic then, but like 
like you tell like like you said a particular person in the family gave you the history they didn't like him like that when he was living they didn't like him like that nah grandmama told you that they didn't like him like that my granddaddy told me that he wasn't his popularity didn't grow until they took him off the earth that's when his popularity grew people started pretending to like him then oh yeah we really loved him they really didn't they really hated him you know they hated the fact that he was that he, that he was him. They hated the fact that he wasn't scared to say what he wanted to say. They hated that. They hated that he had principles. People hate that. People really hate that, that you stand up for what you say you believe in. People do not like that type of shit. That's reality. People just don't. And we see that now in 2020, that if you, we, you know, we done been around several different groups. Some cool. Some all right, some not so cool. One thing you can't, one thing none of them can say if they, if you ask them about us, is that we changed our position when we came around one or the other. We never changed our position. But that's the same thing too that make them not like us at the same time. The ones that's not so hard, they hate that we never change our position because they change us every day. So that's why they do. In the back of their head, they won't say that. But in the back of their head, that's, that's a, why they don't want to fuck with us. That's a hell of a fucking point. So you know what I'm saying? They don't that, like us. That br- that throws this. That gives me this idea. Um, if you if for any of the listeners out there that are really about the you know revolution, liberation, black liberation, and changing our you know really changing our circumstance, and that's they considering or in the process of starting their own movement, starting their own organization, or maybe they'll do it in the future. Give some advice for a motherfucker that ain't started nothing yet. What what should be some some things that they have in their mind about requirements for their own damn organization? What do they need to what do they need to have? What does a motherfucker need for you know, if this is an organization that you would wouldn't mind working with? Yeah, I would say the, the the first thing before you even get before you even get a before you even get your group started, you need to know your damn self, the person who gonna start it, right? That's it. And yourself need to have your principles in order, and your life in order. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have that for yourself because how can you go get somebody and you all over the place? You're scattered minded. You know, you're not too sure about this. You're not too sure about that. I don't know this. I don't I don't know where I stand on this. Well, tomorrow I might. Well, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? If you're one of them people, you need to chill. You know what I'm saying? But if you can get your mind, do some studying, first of all. Do some studying. Do some reading. Get to know yourself. Do some time to yourself. Figure out yourself. Figure out what you believe, what you don't believe, regardless if it's popular or not. And stick with that. Once you can get that, I'm talking about in front of anybody, whether it be your mama, your pastor, the imam, whoever. Your social group, your homeboys, your homegirls, whoever. Make sure you can stand on that. If you're one of them people that can't stand on that shit just because you're around a particular group of people, you don't deserve to have no group. To me, I don't think you should start one because you're going to do your group and you're going to do the people that you uh, intend on serving or disserving. That sounds like because you're not going to be true right to it. One step, you know, one you're waving. That's probably uh, that we can prevent the the same downfall, yeah. having the same issues 
that our predecessors had, um, you know, they could So when we talk about uh, infiltration and informants and all that kind of shit, if you got principles and morals from the get-go, ain't, none, ain't nothing that a motherfucker can infiltrate. Motherfucker can't switch you or talk you out of this or talk you into that because you got morals and principles yeah. that you stand on as a man or as a woman to begin with. Otherwise, you don't need to be yeah. starting organ. You need to be, you need to be, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, yeah, reading course. some books, finding out who you are, where you come from, who, you know what I'm saying? What's your makeup? What's in your DNA? And or, or in somebody else's organization and let them lead you. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you don't need to be starting, you know what I'm saying? You need to have your own shit if you don't know who you are. That's an excellent fucking point. Excellent. Yeah, you most definitely. You just need to go find the program and get with the program and follow the program. If you're not able to, you know, stick with that, you need to try just sticking to the program for that time, man, until you can get strong enough. You know that you know that caterpillar don't come out that cocoon until he's ready. And it's a lot of people, a lot of people need to do that. They need to go in that cocoon until they're ready, man. You know, it just. It, it, it just ain't, it don't even make sense to come out half done. You need to be all the way cooked, man. Come on out. You know, when you when you done, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people don't do that. They, they jump out there and, uh, you know, because a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people do this shit for TV and, and notoriety and stuff like that. And they, you know, a lot of people done uh, seen uh, over time that, oh man, I can make a couple of dollars doing this shit, you know? If I, if I, you know, I get on TV or no, I make a couple dollars, you know. So a lot of people, a lot of people who haven't started groups and they see people with groups and they see these people getting somebody, oh, somebody donated a couple dollars uh, to him, man. They gave a nigga uh, uh, 8000 man. Shit, I need to start me a group. They'll start a group based off of what they seen on TV. And then that, that's still a disservice to the kid. And that's why so many, we got. that's why so, like in Nashville, so many programs, but the, but the culture ain't changed. Like with the youth or none of that. The culture had, it's a million fucking programs in that. Not, the culture hadn't changed once. Not in one good direction yet. Not once, because you got people double talking to kids. You got people saying, man, you need to be this kind of man, talking to the young brother. You need to be this type of man, this type of man. You need to be presentable, this and that. Then, in the same sentence, you got a nigga telling you, well, if you got a hustle, you got a hustle. You feel me? You gotta take care of your people. You can't you can't use that in the same sentence. You can't you can't tell him that he, he need to be righteous and then tell me if he well if you gotta go sell some destruction to your people, so be it. How the hell can you say that in the same sentence? See what I'm saying? So that's one of them things where it's a lot of double talk going on and a lot of glorification of the penitentiary to young brothers that's making them not it's not deterring them. It's actually getting them excited. They want to go. You know, they they hear, oh man, yeah, nigga, I've been such such a penitentiary, nigga. You just think I'm real? I'm real, nigga, because I think I did ten years straight, nigga. I ain't snitch. Y'all niggas snitches. These young niggas think that shit is real to go to the penitentiary for ten years away from your people. And these young boys out here that made kids, they missing all this shit. Re, you know keeping that cycle going because they decided to be real and hit the penitentiary based off some shit they heard some nigga they was looking up to 
they listened to him and got excited and now they went to the penitentiary. Now they little son out here running around by himself, no guidance. He he ain't really listening to his mama after six years old. He like, fuck her. She can't tell me what to do. She tied up because she got other kids. She got to work two, three. See what I'm saying? It's the same shit. So we, you know, a lot of people got to quit that. And that's, that's another, that's a, to me, that's one of the most, that's one of the most poisonous things about a lot of these groups. They promote degeneracy up front. Like, they just promote it. Whether they know it or they don't, they promote this shit up front, man. And that and that's why these little boys ain't changing. These little boys ain't listening. You can go, you know, we can go get four or five cats and, and, and I mean, take them and show them the best of the world. But if he get back home and his reality ain't like that, what do you think he gonna do within that hour? He gonna go back to his reality. He's not trying to hear that. Yeah, yeah, he had fun out there in a new world. But when he got back home, what was it? See what I'm saying? So, a lot of cats just, you know, touching on these little, you know, uh, uh, getting with these young boys and, 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 and telling them this and that and you need to do this. But it ain't just them that need to change. It's their environment. It's the culture. All that need to change. At the same time, they need to be all working together to change, not just them. You can't just put it all on them. They do got to take responsibility for the shit they do. But we do got to get the parents, too. We got to get the granddaddy. We got to get the preachers. We got to get all these people in, in line. That's where they code come in at. It ain't just them. So the quicker we understand that, the quicker the culture can change. Until then, we're wasting time coming up with after-school program. We're going to give them a two or three sandwiches and tell them don't act bad tomorrow, and we're going to send them home. Yeah, that so, shit don't work, man. So. That shit don't work, man. You know, you know, nigga, we went on the church bus. Nigga, we went on the church bus. What? When in the summer? Was it summertime or spring? The church bus used to pick up everybody and teach us about the Bible and all that. Did none of that. When we got back off that church bus, it didn't occur in our head no more after we got off the church bus what they were talking about. We went right back to what we were doing. Went right back to doing whatever it is like we were doing. We didn't think about it. You know what we thought about when we came to church bus? Free food. That's it. That's it. You think about nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else occurred in my brain when I seen the church. I knew they had some candy on that mall. I knew they had something to drink. I knew they had some food. All we had to do was ride on the bus with them and come back. That's it. Because that's the mentality that we had then with the, you know, fucking with the church, with the church bus. But you see that today. You got these organizations that go out there go in the projects with yep. a camera and uh, give a motherfucker some food um, in exchange for some type of you know being humiliated on fucking camera you know what I'm saying whether you realize it or not but you grateful for the food because if you starving if your stomach touching your back I can understand a motherfucker accepting that food. I ain't, I ain't fucked up with that. I'm not telling you to not accept no food, but what I'm saying is, it's in exchange for what? Because who's, who's getting the glorification for that shit? You got to think, like, it's the same damn situation just perpetuating itself in a different manner. But it's the same damn thing. You, your circumstances don't change. Where you live don't change. Like, it's the same shit going on. 
So that's why I don't, I ain't for that. Like, yeah, Thanksgiving, man, let's go give out turkeys. Man, drug dealers been giving out fucking turkeys for Thanksgiving since the goddamn it 40s. Obvious exaggeration there, but I'm just, you get what I'm saying. Like, that ain't changed the motherfucking, they ain't changed the hood. What the fuck are we talking about? Right. What the fuck are we talking about? Nigga ain't with that, man. Like, you teach a man to fish. Don't give him a fish. And it ain't. Don't teach a man to fish. Right. Yeah, because it ain't gonna that ain't gonna never change it. I mean, you just people gotta get with it. And you know, I mean they don't got to. But like this, they don't gotta do nothing. But if you plan it on effect, you know, doing any kind of effective change, it, it's gonna take more than it's gonna take more than what's been going on. And a lot of people gonna be like, Oh well, you know, what can we what can you do this and this and you gonna do this? First of all, a lot of y'all need to start at home. Where you put your head down there with your own goddamn baby. That's where you need to start at. And if you can, if you can get your, you know, in your household with your woman or whoever, uh, <laughs> hopefully if you're a man, I hope you got your woman in your house with you. Uh, so, uh, and you need to start with her by getting on page with her and, and showing this baby as a healthy relationship as possible. Uh, start there. All that old shit these, these cats be doing, running around here. They got a, they got them a woman, and this and that. Y'all, you know, you gotta get that in, under control, man. You know, they run around here, uh, uh, you know, calling these goddamn, you know, just calling anybody, you know, out their name and fighting on sisters and shit like that. You know, I ain't talking about that. Don't get me wrong. That somebody put their hands on them. It is what it is. I'm talking about these people who. Yeah. Their ego get bruised and they decide they want to hit a sister. I'm talking about them kind of people. Now, them kind of people right there, and it's a whole lot of these cats out here. And then, yeah, them people, and then you got a lot of, uh, quite frankly, you got a lot of crackheads that run around here, uh, the head of groups. And they, they doing some, they doing schedule three drugs out here, man. Popping pills and everything, you feel me? So, you know, we, we just gotta be, we just gotta be on it, man. If we really, really, really trying to get it together. Now, that's a whole lot of good ideas. You got a lot of, the, you got a lot of right ideas with the wrong people on them. You got the wrong people in the, in, you got the, yeah, you got the wrong people in the right place, basically. And, and, and a whole lot, because a whole lot of other shit that can be done, but they don't like teaching I, I know there's a lot of groups in Nashville don't like teaching uh, like the basics, like what it is to be a man, what it is to be a woman, how you should be, how you should care. Not not like telling people what to do, but showing you the example. Like you should be like, you know, as a woman, you should be this. Like you know, it's little girls like little girls that don't know how to properly clean themselves and stuff like. They got little boys that don't know how to clean. You know what I'm saying? It's like stuff like that. They ain't being taught on a large scale, you know. Stuff like that need to, we need to get back to that, man. And then get back to teaching these brothers, man. If you got kids, take care of your kids. And if you got these women, don't just get mad on one day because he moved on and keep his kids from. Let them have that healthy relationship, you know. Stuff like that needs to be fixed. Yeah. Yeah, so if we can get stuff like that back rolling a whole lot of this tension between in our community or die down over you know overnight 
it'll die down slowly. It'll start going away because people will be able to talk. And there won't be no super duper emotion attached to it. People will know this is what we need to do for the benefit of the community and society that our kids got to live in when we gone. We want a healthy society when we gone for them to live in. Not the same thing we got going on now. Because as we can see it, what we got going on now ain't working. And take care of your community. Leave this world in a better place than what you found. Everything else is fake woke. All that old, I don't need, I hate the term woke really just because motherfuckers just apply it loosely and it really don't mean nothing. And it only came about when the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, surfaced and all that type of bullshit. I don't, you know, think about true liberation, man. All that, all that other shit is some other shit. At the end of the day, shit. Thoughts in the household, man. That's an excellent fucking point. Being that, most definitely, the Honorable Malcolm X taught us being students of Malcolm. Yeah. The brother was a was a he exemplified that he embodied that of what we discussed, and that's. Finding you a, a a beautiful black woman, making kids with her, and raising them right, man. You know, showing them you know, the right way to do this shit. What what it's supposed to look like, man. I'm not saying you're not gonna fall. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not gonna be issues or whatever, whatever. But you have to have a plan, a strategy, yeah. and uh, uh, be on code with one another. Understand. Look, at the end of the day, we have to deal with each other regardless of our situation for the betterment of raising these kids up right. They need to see us coexist in a healthy uh, in a healthy way. Point blank period. Yeah. Ain't no way around. Nobody, nobody bigger than that. Yeah. And both yeah and both yeah yeah and both parties need to know we ain't we are not enemies in this situation. We not on no level we are not enemies. And, and getting that part understood is very important, especially for babies. Like you said, you know, getting that together, have that healthy relationship, and roll. Uh, whether y'all decide to be together for the rest of y'all life, or y'all decide y'all gonna have a little life split and y'all gonna go separate ways, it still should be peaceful as possible when y'all get in each other's presence. And business should be conducted. There shouldn't be no no ill will. It shouldn't be none of that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to do. Well, if you're going to be with this woman, you're going to, uh, you know, marry or whatever. If you ain't, it's up to, you know, it's, it's, the thing is, the sisters, what the sisters really be looking for from us is uh, just some dedication, like commitment type thing. Some, you know, you it ain't necessarily a go downtown thing for them. It's more of a, them knowing you're going to be there for them. That's their thing, man. And that's what they look for. They're not gonna never tell you this stuff though. They just you supposed to know this as a man. That's for any dude, these little cats listening that don't know. That's what they looking for, man. They wanna know if you're gonna be there for them. Like that's it. That's what they wanna know. They don't wanna know none of that. They don't wanna hear about I'm gonna buy you this and that. That's what y'all think they wanna hear. That yeah, of course they like stuff. They wanna buy stuff, but that ain't what they wanna hear when it pertains to somebody having their back. They wanna know, do you got me? Do you got me? That's what they want to know. You, you, if you got on got them, you don't know the answer to that. Uh, making babies. You know, you, know you, you got some trouble coming down the pipe, man. For sure. No, you most definitely don't need to be made no kids. <laughs> like me, like, like, man, for real. Like, that's why I, 
that's why I did what I did. I chill. I, you know, I got, you know, and I was like, you know what? I had to make my mind up. I did. And it was that on that. And I've been mine forever in a day. I'm going to be with her forever in some more days. It is what it is. I'm dedicated to this. Just like I was dedicated to destruction, degeneracy, when I was out there in the street. I can use that. I can redirect that energy into what I had going on or what I got going on in my house. I redirected that for good and put that energy into my household instead of putting it out there, destroying. I brought it here. And now I got some. I got a foundation that I'm sitting on. I'm not sitting on sand no more. It's all good. That brother just. That brother just gave you some game on how you live forever, man. That's how you live forever. Make you find you a beautiful black woman. Get an understanding with her. Procreate. Be active and involved in your kid's life as much as possible to the point where it's ungodly. That's how you live forever. Cause what you what you leave on this earth is what you leave into your kids. My nigga, that's deep, man. That's how you. That's how we live forever, bro. They gonna pass it down to their kids. They gonna pass it down to their kids. And the shit goes on. That's called culture. Okay. That's called you know. That's how you. You know what I'm saying? That's the culture we need to create amongst each other. And you know that's a when you when you take care of your household and this man take care of his household and the next man taking care of his household. Then you talking about a community. That's a community. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like for example, like when, when when me and my son and them go places, they automatically if they see a if they see a man and a woman together, they automatically assume that that man and that woman are married to each other. Or my kids will say, oh that's her husband, or that's his wife right there. Reason why they say that is because of what they see at home. Yep. That's not nothing I had to tell them. They just see it, and they that's just something that occurs in their brain when they see somebody together like that. That's just something, and that's just it. It's instilled in their head. So I ain't never told them, "Hey, when y'all grow up, y'all better get married." I ain't never told them that, but they see it though. Yeah. So it's a good possibility that they'll probably do that. I don't know. It's a possibility though. It's a very good possibility. I mean, it just is what it is. This is what they see, and they see that they mama. You know, they gonna wanna. They gonna wanna resemble. They wanna be like me anyway. So they gonna wanna do what I do. Just the same way if I was doing bullshit and I had them around, they gonna wanna do that. If I was running around here still with the bandana out my pocket, when my kid got eight, nine years old, he gonna wanna do it. When he get ten, that's the same thing. So. You know, if you can show them some bullshit, you can show them some good shit to do. You can be that good example. You don't have to be ignorant your whole goddamn life. I know everybody done heard that before. So, you know, it is what it is. It's your choice who you're going to be to your kids, man. It's, it's, it's your choice, the example you're going to show them. And it don't matter, you know, it ain't necessarily just in marriage. It's in life in general. That's life. You got to show them a good... You got to be the example. You can't really even tell them about it. You got to show them. You got to be that. You know, you got to be. Because a motherfucker can say anything. You know, the preacher told you not to steal, but what they be doing? See what I'm saying? A motherfucker can tell you anything. What is he going to do, though? Is he going to do what he... Is he going to stand on what he say? Or is he going to... You know? Is he going to... As soon as you turn your back, is he going to stab you? You know? 
You gotta ask yourself that, so. And little boys, you know, from a man to a little boy, if you can't teach your son about being a principal person, man, he gonna have a hard time in life, man. But, but a lot of, a lot of dudes. You don't have a hard time out here, man, because the world gonna show test them. They, like, you gotta, you gotta be able to have something down, man. I ain't talking about just how you, you know, styling and wearing this with that and, you know, the change with it. Like, bro, it's gotta be more to it than that, man. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like, your goal, your whole goal in life should be to show them something that you didn't know something that you learned, be it the hard way or the easy way, whatever, whatever, so they ain't got to make those same decisions, and your your goal should be making their life a lot easier than yours, point blank period, and they, then they repeat that process, and they kids repeat that process, and, and that's the that's the long term, that's how we see uh, eternal change within our community. Because what we what we build in the day, we may not see the fruits of that labor. We not may not see all of the fruits of that labor. But our kids can benefit from it. And they kids can benefit from it. So you gotta we gotta get away from a like a selfish mentality thinking that everything gotta be done today and you know, this, that and the third. That's why I say there's short term goals of shit that need to be done right now, then there's long term goals that's gonna be, you know, we're gonna be working on it for the rest of our lives. And then we pass that mission on to our kids. That's why I respect how you conduct your business. Cause damn near anytime time you you out somewhere, you got your kids with you. They need to see that, man. And and you know what I'm saying. They need to know what's going on. They need to understand it. Understand it. They don't need to hear from somebody else when you dead and gone. They, nah, I, nah. I know. Oh, yeah. I remember this firsthand. My daddy used to blah 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 blah. My daddy was blah, 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 blah. You can't tell me nothing about my daddy. My daddy, you know, that that, that needs to be um, our goal. That needs to be our shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and rebuilding that and instilling in that community that we have when we was little. You know, we was little. Your, your, your people... Somebody that your, your your daddy or your mama knew or was kin to, if they seen you out out of pocket, they get on your ass. See, I wanted to recreate that. That's why when my kids come around, they know if one of y'all seen them in public at, at you know at a at a later date when they 12, 13, they know if they see one of y'all, they know what time it is. They know if they out of pocket, they know what time it is. Ain't no it ain't no what. Such and such seen me and he, he jacked me up. I'm gonna tell my daddy. Nigga, your daddy already know. Cause that's how we set this situation up. To know that if any one of our people see you out here acting crazy, they gonna get on your ass. Ain't no, we're gonna call his daddy. Nah, we're gonna whoop this nigga ass and he can go home and tell his daddy. Cause his daddy already know anyway because the program already set. We already know what it is. If you out acting crazy outside of your character, when our people catch you, that's so your ass. Like that's I what said, we that's knew back in the day. We knew that. It's funny because my my uh, not only do I have, you know I share those exact same sentiments. Like that's how I feel about the shit. I you know you Cam no Cam already know Fat Man. He, you know he's still too, so he don't know yet. But at the end of the day, like for instance, I'll take it a step further with Cam when he fuck up or he goofing off in school or whatever the situation may be, 
he gotta explain what the fuck he did to my daddy. He gotta explain it to my mama. He gotta explain it to her mama. He gotta explain it to her daddy, my grandmama. And so going forward, this ain't some shit you wanna do. Like you already ashamed and you know and all that kind of shit. Then I gotta explain it to 35 people in the family with you know me fucking up. So the next time you do that shit, you might think twice about it because you gotta explain this shit to everybody in the damn family. Now everybody know your business. That's how this shit go. Like you gotta, it's the, that's the village we talking about right there. You know what I'm saying? That's that's right. the village. So yeah, you know you gotta correct that child. You gotta correct that child. Raise them up right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just letting you know. That's letting them know they might not understand it right now, but uh, later on they let them know they had somebody actually care. They actually wanted to know why they were doing this and why they didn't and why they was out of pocket. I mean, that's a good thing, man. That shit is good. It's very healthy for kids because, like you said, they think about that stuff. Like, hey, man, if I get in trouble today, I gotta tell grandmama now. I gotta tell golly, man, I ain't trying to do all that. So they be like, you know what, I ain't even gonna. I ain't even rocking with y'all, man. I'm gonna roll. So, but yeah, man, we gonna uh. Yeah, hey man. Um, we gonna wrap this sucker uh, up, uh, man. I would, man. He, first he got all, last word, dope man. Ass, dope ass uh, show right here, man. So I can't wait. I tomorrow turned out, man. So we did our thing, bro. I salute Black Peace Radio, sure. man. You know, we you never know where we going. We gonna take this. We gonna turn this motherfucker all the way up, man. So y'all stay tuned. I leave y'all with this. Um. Y'all stay safe, you know. Yeah, you know, man. Hug your your family members, man. Tell them you love them every day. Show them you love them every day. Um, tomorrow ain't promised. Um, but with that being said, I don't want to touch on this 5G and the coronavirus shit. But what I'll say is, I'll leave you with some shit about um, health and you know health as well. And with that being said, uh, if you need to, if you gotta get out there, cause understand that you know in Tennessee right now it just became mandatory so um you know mandatory lockdown blah 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 blah. that being said if you gotta get out there make sure when you do come back to your home to your you know to your your heaven make sure you um get you some Epsom salt baths if you can um make sure you get plenty of water keeping them lungs clean and shit like that alkaline water preferably um or like some shit like deer park something that's from a spring um uh make sure you got your 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 organics make sure you got plenty of black seed oil we stocked up on black seed oil we stocked up on the uh, elderberry we keep that regardless you're right that's oh yeah tell them oh yeah real quick on the water thing if all else fell on the water keep your tongue put your shirt on the stove um i'm gonna cool you know, it down take it back off what uh, brother jarvis said i'm gonna give you um this as well if you if you have symptoms it ain't just for now this ain't just for now just anytime you got cold or flu or anything of that nature a lot of people already know like um you know the honey route or you know local honey as long as it's organic um you know warm water things of that nature don't uh overlook that because that's definitely important but if you looking for uh, actual natural remedies, excuse me, my fault. <clears throat> Black seed oil on a daily. 
elderberry syrup. Anytime you feel like you finna, um, you coming up with, you coming on like something is, is about to happen. You start getting certain symptoms. You want to attack that as early as possible and sporadically. When uh, when the seasons change, you want to definitely have your your elderberry syrup. If you can, uh, clean your clean your 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 your, um, your gut. Clean your gut. Definitely clean your gut. That's always a, a you know a good thing to do. Um, Plenty of water, man. Plenty of water keeping lungs clean. Oh, you can fuck with um, you can fuck with uh balloon flower root. Balloon flower root. That's good. They got them. They got that at a lot of like uh, international spots, international markets and shit like that. Or people that like do a lot of growing. Uh, they own shit. May have that. Check that out. It's real good for um like making sure that your le- your lungs are clear. Um, getting the proper amount of oxygen to the lung so even if you do have a whatever virus or you know whatever you know cold whatever flu that helps uh, abundantly um if you don't if you ain't already up on some like herbal tea i typically fuck with um the yogi shit which they sell at uh kroger they sell it at um i'm not sure about walmart but they definitely got it at the farmer's market as well. Fuck with the yogi tea as much as you can. Um, I typically do the berry detox. That shit is bitter as hell, but it's definitely it's definitely good for you. It works wonderful. Uh, I'm not some super uh, herbalist or nothing like that, but I do my research and I try to find yeah. as many natural remedies as I can before we go with the you know that manufacturer route. Yeah, yeah, my my wife real big on the herbal tea stuff, so I've been on that too, and all her uh, new new uh, ways of eating and stuff like that. She got me good, man. So I'm, I'm still I'm still down, getting bro. that, man. Swine but, you know, I'm, 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 I'm working on it, but she she. Yeah. Hey, now I ain't I ain't really I ain't really been on that uh in some weeks. Yeah, I ain't been on this in weeks, but not like because I wanted, like, it ain't because I told myself not to do it. It just I just hadn't thought about it. So it was like one of them things where it just hadn't occurred to me to eat some of it. So it's like, I think when I tell myself I ain't going to eat it, that's when I end up eating. So I just stop telling myself that. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I like I ain't in a in a while though, I ain't I hadn't touched it, man. I ain't been messing with none of it. I we just been eating I think we ate like cabbage soup. Me and her ate that for like three, four days. And uh today I ate I ate fish today though. And some fries, yeah, that's it, man. I yeah, I don't even really be eating that much in the morning either. I really, I really only eat one big solid meal. I, I like snack during the day. I don't really eat all day. So, but yeah, man, it's all good, man. We up out of here. For another great episode of Black Peace Radio. Look up Nashville Soul on Facebook, man. Look up Black Peace Initiative on Facebook, man. Look us up. Look us up. Look us up. We're going to be expanding piece by piece. All platforms. Trust me on that. Fuck with us, man. This is what it is. This is the movement, man. Black Peace Initiative, goddammit. Black Peace Radio, baby.